0: Buenos from Greenway Parks. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from the 6th of April 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Argentina. It's been a tense start to the week with the attack of Sergio Berni, the security minister of Buenos Aires. In the early hours of Monday the 3rd, a bus driver was killed in an attempted robbery by two assailants who boarded the bus, which prompted Other bus drivers to take to the streets to protest. The people of the La Montanza neighborhood also shared their rage and joined them in the streets. Protesting bus drivers called for a 24-hour strike. And when Bernie attempted to speak with demonstrators to persuade them to call off the strike, he was met with insults and violence. A group converged on the official, shoving him, kicking him, and leaving him bloodied and beaten. The minister was eventually led away by the police, but the event had already been broadcast on local television channels. Bernie told reporters that he had suffered a fractured jawbone, but played down the incident, saying it was the police officers who escalated tensions. He won't be pressing charges against the attackers. Speaking of pressing charges, a U.S. district judge. Ruled in favor of two Spanish companies that sued EPEFA and Argentina in 2015 over the nationalization of the gas and oil company three years earlier. While she granted a request by EPEFA to dismiss the claims, she determined that the Argentine government was liable with damages to be resolved at trial. Now they are looking to set a figure for the compensation, but Argentina would have to pay between seven and 20 billion dollars. It's unlikely that the matter will be resolved soon, considering the IMF situation. In fact, on Friday the 31st, as the International Monetary Fund approved a 5.3 billion dollar disbursement to Argentina, this brings the total funds already allocated to Argentina since the start of the assistance program in March of 22, To a total of almost $29 billion. Overall, there is good and bad news on the economic front. Growth surpassed expectations in January, rising almost 3% on year. Still, private economists expect Argentina's economy to contract by 3% this year, while the IMF projects almost a 2% growth for Latin America as a whole. On the other hand, the standard and poor credit rating agency downgraded Argentina to CCC minus, just three notches above default due to economic and political uncertainties. In other economic news, economy minister Sergio Massa announced yet another exchange rate. This time, he is targeting agricultural products. The agro dollar, as they are calling it, is another bid to increase central bank reserves by boosting exports of soy and other products at a beneficial exchange rate for exporters. The new package would include a specific exchange rate for soy in April only, while regional products such as peanuts, rice, and wine would enjoy a favorable exchange rate for a more extended period of 90 days until the end of July. Further details will be available throughout the month as the government fine-tunes the package of measure- measures. Massa is not having a great month considering the monthly inflation rate, which he promised to make his priority, likely hit 7% in March. While inflation often accelerates in March due to seasonal factors, the number indicates that the currency controls, multiple exchange rates, and price freezes are proving ineffective. Soaring inflation doesn't make it any easier for Massa to put himself forward as a presidential candidate. While he has kept a low profile in that sense, some still speculate that it is a possibility. Meanwhile, President Fernandez refuses to confirm whether he's running for re-election. During an interview with journalist Tomás Rebord on his YouTube channel, he only said that the ruling Frente de Todos Coalition will compete with different candidates in the primary elections. Referencing all that's happened since he took office the COVID 19 pandemic, the challenges of the IMF debt deal, the consequences of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, and now a punishing drought, he added that he doesn't know if he'd like to be the president for another mandate, as, quote, all that's left now is for Martians to land in Argentina. Unquote. Regarding the other parties or potential candidates, he said he'll do his best to ensure his coalition wins and that the opposition, juntos por el cambio, doesn't return to power. On Thursday, he also mentioned during another interview that the libertarian lawmaker, Javier Millet, is a threat to democracy and even made the point that Nazi Germany leader Adolf Hitler also got in by votes. Moving on, data released by the Central Bank of Uruguay revealed that two-thirds of all high-net-worth individuals investing in Uruguay are from Argentina. In total, the hundreds of advisors and managers that work in the country authorized by the Bank of Uruguay manage the assets of around forty thousand clients, Argentines account for more than sixty percent of the total number of clients, followed by Art Uruguayans and Brazilians. Speaking of investments, the governor of the province of Catamarca, Raul Halil, traveled to China for a visit that will focus on lithium industrialization projects. He was accompanied by the Argentine Ambassador to China, the general secretary of the Federal Investment Council, and the president of EPEFA Lithium. The tour includes visits and meetings with business people and local authorities and is the continuation of the meeting President Fernandez had with the owner of the Chinese mining company, Zijin Mining, who is responsible for the Tres Quebradas project in Fiambala, Catamarca. China is one of the countries that assigns the greatest exploration budget for mining projects in Argentina, and Catamarca's governor is looking to arrange further investments in lithium and transporting via Chile. Similarly, London Mining Corporation is in talks with prospective partners for a copper deposit in Argentina. As it seeks financing for the project, the company could sell a majority stake to a senior mining enterprise or a minority stake to a Japanese trading house. On that note about financing projects, an Argentine video game won Best Hardcore Game at the Game Development Awards in San Francisco. Unusual Findings, which is the name of the game, was developed by Epic Llama, a video game company from Cordoba province founded in 2009. The CEO of Epic Llama told the Buenos Aires Herald that this award reflects the fact that Argentina's video game industry is getting bigger and bigger. Epic Llama was not the only company representing the country in San Francisco. Argentina had a booth that was sponsored by the Ministry of Foreign Relations, where the country's developers could meet with potential business partners. If you're more into films, then video games, we also have news for you. The Buenos Aires Independent Film Festival, also known as Bifisi, Bafisi, unveiled the, its lineup for the 24th edition. The festival will feature more than 200 independent films in Buenos Aires' downtown cinemas, as well as several retrospectives, conferences, special activities, and outdoor screenings, including a drive-in located at Costanera Sur. All films are subtitled in English and tickets are priced at only 300 pesos, which is under a dollar, at the blue exchange rate. Several films will also be available online during the festival on the Viva Mos Cultura platform. The festival kicks off on the 19th of April, but you'll be able to buy tickets online from the 11th of April at 10 a.m. If you want to know more, follow the link in the show notes. Before we go, and since we're on the topic of film, Netflix announced the upcoming Argentine production through their Made in Argentina platform. During an event at the Centro Kultur Kirchner, Netflix also emphasized that every 10 million pesos invested directly in the audiovisual result in an additional 19 million. According to the survey, this multiplying effect is higher in argentina than in any other latin american country some of the upcoming productions include a new original series called atrapados a six episodes show based on harlan coben's mystery thriller caught as well as a limited series that will adapt claudio piñerio's novels tuya and el tiempo de los moscas and that's it for this week what's your favorite place Where have you been? Write us at argentina at roarshock.com with your experiences. We're eager to hear from you. Hasta la próxima.